guys, welcome to Seize Your Mind, the podcast about soccer, mental toughness, and life. Today's guest is Bruce Arena. Bruce, thank you so much for being on here. How are you? Good. My pleasure being on. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Bruce, my first question to you is, what's the main thing that helped you develop your confidence personally? As well, a coach, I, as a coach. I, I think with any athlete or, or person in life, uh, when you taste a little success, it helps you build confidence. And I think uh, if you're, right in, you're in the right environments where uh, you have the right kind of support to help move you in the right direction, you'll, you'll taste some success and that'll help build your confidence. What was your first taste of success? Uh, in sports, probably uh, uh, when my brother Paul coached me when I was a youngster in lacrosse. And, okay. and, and having somebody that could help lead you in the right direction was important and gave me a lot of confidence. Now, I know you helped coach lacrosse at the University of Virginia, correct? Mm-hmm, correct. Was there anything you took from lacrosse and impl impl implemented it into soccer that well, gave the, you an edge? The sports of soccer, lacrosse, basketball, hockey have a lot of similarities. And and team movements and pressing, those, those type of things. So there are a lot of similarities. So, you know, the pressing concepts in lacrosse are very similar uh, to soccer. So uh, obviously uh, you know, that's an example of how you can use uh, uh, some, some tactics from soccer or lacrosse for the, for the other sports as well. Okay. Um, speaking of tactics, I know you said the – in an interview before, the four pillars of soccer are tactics, technical abilities, physical, and psychological. I want to focus more on the psychological part. What do you do as a coach to help develop, develop your players psychologically? Well, again, uh, especially at the professional level, you're with the players every day. And as I said, everyone's different. So as you uh, get to know them and understand their strengths and weaknesses, you you, you make a plan on how you try to motivate each player. So again, th there's not a rule of thumb because these players are entirely different from their ages to their skill levels, to their uh, mental capabilities. So everyone's different. So there's not, not one game plan uh, for the entire group. It's really a, uh, it's an individual plan for each and every player. Well, with such a huge roster, how do you, you know keep track of what works for one person versus oh, that's, another that's that's what you do that's what we do for a living and and uh over time uh you know ex an experience certainly uh gives you an understanding of how you deal with with a large group of players but that's something that uh is part of coaching on a on a, on a daily basis on the professional levels Another question I have for you is, how do you make your trainings more fun? Uh, well, I think if, if you have good training and, and, and players, you understand your players and what motivates them, what they enjoy doing. Uh, uh, if you give them good training sessions where uh, 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 they're challenged and they enjoy the challenges and, and it's competitive, they have fun. Have you um, helped some of your assistant coaches develop that aspect of fun 
Yeah, well, the job of a head coach is, is to develop your staff around you, whether it's your assistant coaches, your equipment manager, your, your trainer. All, all of that is all part of, uh, uh, of developing them. And uh, I also, when I select staff, I, I, I try to bring in people that have uh, a lot of the same qualities that I have. So when we work with the team on a daily basis, we have a good understanding of each other. And therefore, it's a lot easier for us to uh, piece together a plan that, that works not only for the, the players, but for the coaches as well. So it is kind of like a huge family and you got to make sure everyone's happy, so to speak. Well, I wouldn't say happy, but on the same page. You know, you, you know it's, it's important that you can, you can set goals that, that everyone understands and, and, and works at. Uh, at the professional level, you're dealing with, with people with a lot of egos, big egos, whether it's the players or the staff around you. So uh, the challenge for the head coach is to, you know, make sure that everyone understands what the common goal is for the group and they dedicate themselves to try and accomplish it. In terms of goals, do you set personal goals and do you write them down? Explain goal setting for yourself personally and how you do it for your team. Well, I, I don't write down personal goals. Uh, for the team, uh, the, they have individual goals as well, well as team goals. And that's all part of it. We give players evaluations, uh, sometimes on a piece of paper, but other times just uh, in conversation with them. And, and, you know, we work with them in video uh, uh, off the field, and then on the field is obviously things that, that we work with them. So uh, each player in our team understands uh, uh, what's expected of them and, and what we think they can accomplish as well as understanding uh, the goals for the team as well. Tell me a time, I don't know if you don't, you don't necessarily have to mention names, but a player that's started to like their confidence and, and output has started to decrease and you had a little pep talk with them and you really like instantly saw those him turn around. Well, no one instantly turns around, but you, but you have that all the time with players, from the very good ones to the not-so-good ones. Uh, uh, the, the, there's always a little bit of a dip. Everything, you know, you, you'd like to believe that everything's kind of level, that, 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 they, uh, that they compete and perform on a pretty consistent basis. But there's ups and downs along the way, and you have to deal with that. And you got to see it, identify it, and uh, try to correct it. But that's part of uh, uh, what we do in sports, but it's also what people do in business and in education. It's all the same. So uh, uh, in a perfect world, everything would be great. Uh, the performance is at a high level and it stays there consistency and is never an issue, but that's not reality. Reality is, is a, there's a lot of peaks and valleys along the way. What you wanna do is uh, elim eliminate a lot of peaks and valleys. You, uh, and when you identify a, a, a valley, you've got to uh, attack it quickly and try to correct it. Well, I know it's um, – if a player, like, starts to – their confidence starts to go down, their performance starts to go down, so they probably get subbed out more often, and that just makes it go down even further. So what would you tell a player who's getting subbed out to help well, with that? Again, as I said, everybody's different. The circumstances yeah. around – all these things are different and not, it's not the same. 
again, different personalities, different reasons why you make changes in a game. Uh, some, some players uh, deal, deal well with being taken out of a game and others don't. So uh, again, it's another example of there's not, a, there's, not, there's not a rule of thumb with anything. That's why uh, 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 coaches that are successful are able to uh, understand all of this and, and, and make adjustments the right way and understand how you deal with your team uh, both individually and, and as a group. Who has been your most influential person in your life that influenced your coaching? Well, I don't think it's one person. It's been uh, probably a lot of coaches that I, I played for when I was young and, and uh, moved up the ladder, even in the professional ranks. And also, uh, I'm influenced by coaches in all different sports. So I, I follow coaches in different sports. I, I talk to them, and they're all – people that influence me. I, I can't single out necessarily one person, but I, I would say that uh, Richie Moran at Cornell University, who was my uh, lacrosse coach, was very influential in my life. Do you remember um, one piece of advice he gave you that really stuck with you? Not really. I think uh, what stuck with me is his consistency uh, on a day-to-day -day basis and how he handled uh, us as student athletes and the team and the consistency in his messages. That's probably uh, what I walk away with the most from him is you, you be, you be consistent with your players and uh, uh, that allows them to really understand the message. Gotcha. Gotcha. Do you personally have any pregame pre rituals or superstitions? Not really. No. Um, I, I, I really don't. Uh, uh, it, it changes probably every year how I feel about uh, what I do before a game. So, and, you know, in, at the professional level, you're traveling all over the place. You, it's, not, it's not the same each and every game. You're in different environments and there's different things that you have to adjust to on the road. So you don't have a consistent thing you do each and every game. Okay. And what advice would you give a college player now who's playing college who wants to go pro? What would you tell them the best way to get found is? The best way to what? To get found, noticed. Well, I, 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 think, I, I think in his environment, his or her environment, uh, you, you got to take advantage of it and, and, uh, and try to be the best player you can be. Uh, I, I think at our professional level, uh, when we look at players at the, at the college level, it's, uh, it's not on a, a weekly basis, say, like it is in other sports where the NFL, uh, their entire rosters come from the college ranks. In our profession, uh, very few come from the college ranks. So we're not on top of things that early. So... Or, or that consistently. So when uh, we're looking at college players, it's, it's really a, a messages that are passed to us from probably college coaches. And then we go into those environments and, and, and we see the players on, on a few occasions, not a lot. So uh, it's word of mouth at the collegiate level. So players have got to perform well in their own environments 
in order to have an opportunity to be seen by professional coaches. Gotcha. You have a huge history of winning, just winning. You, you're a winner. How have you done it? What's the secret sauce to your success to be constantly well, there, winning? There aren't, there aren't any secrets. Anyone that's uh, uh, tasted success knows that. There are no secrets. It's a lot of hard work and, and dedication. And uh, the ability to probably uh, uh, adjust and make changes when you need to make changes. But there are there aren't there aren't secrets in in, in sport. There's not secrets in business. Uh, you know, there's a, a a great quote by uh, Greg Popovich in sports. He goes, uh, "Show me a secret play. I've never I've never heard of one." And there's no secrets in in how you coach. You create good environments. You need to have good players. You know, we don't make uh, we're not miracle workers. Uh, if we don't have good players, we're not going to have good teams. You know. So the, the ability for coaches to be successful is highly dependent on the environment they create and having players of quality as well. Great. My, my last question, if you could go back and tell your 18-year-old self one thing, what would it be? Well, first of all, you know, we can't do that. And uh, I, I hope I know a lot more now than I did when I was 18 years old. And uh, I guess one thing I would say is just take advantage of the things around you. Make the most of what you have. If you don't have a lot, you still got to make the best of what you have. And if you have a lot, uh, don't be a fool and not take advantage of it. So, you know, maybe I could have been a better student, better athlete, a lot of better things you, you could be if you, if you ha ever had the chance to uh, go back to where you came from. But uh, you know, I would just simply say to anybody, you know, we all come from different environments and have different fortunes. Just take advantage, have a positive attitude and take advantage of the environment that you're in. Great advice. Great advice. Who should I uh, have on my show next that you suggest? Ah, uh, geez. I, I'll be honest with you. This is the first time I've, I've seen your show and I'm on it. So I, I, I don't know what you do on a week-to-week -week basis, but uh, out of New Jersey, I'd get one of the New York Red Bulls. And Chris Armas would be a great person to have on, one of the most positive people I've ever been around in my life. He'd probably be a good person to try to get on. Cool. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for the time today. It's been an honor. I really appreciate yeah. it. I wish you the best. Thank you, Bruce. Take care. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Bye now. Bye-bye.